Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. It's your host, Lopez, and I'm glad to have you here on the Gun Line Podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did in the past out in the field. Today, I got one of my homies from back in the day who was my drinking partner, my brother from another mother. We did a lot of things together and no homo. And with that said, uh, (laughs) um... Go on and get ready to pop a squat because it's definitely going to get hot on this one. You're on the gun line now. Here today with me is Moya. Moya and I go back to 2005 when we first met up there. He was one of the few Latinos that actually uh, was in the unit that I can remember of that was cool enough to hang out with. And with that being said, what's up, Moya? How you doing, brother? Doing great, brother. I'm happy to be here. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm just chilling, looking at that fucking quarantine beard that's growing out of your face. (laughs) (laughs) You like it, huh? Fuck yeah, man. I can't seem to grow a beard. It only grows right here and right here, and that's about it. It's like fucking reverse Joe Dirt. Instead of uh, trailer trash DNA, I got fucking too much essay DNA. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't grow it up here, though. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. fuck. <laughs> it's like you outgrew your hair, and now it's growing right? down here. <laughs> That's what's up, man. So what's been good? How you doing? Good, man. Just surviving this corona fucking quarantine, you know? Yep. You know, it's like all those Coronas we drank are coming to attack us now in a virus mode. <laughs> right. right. So for those that don't know you, man, uh, who is Eric Moya? What is your story, brother? Tell us about you. Born and raised in Las Vegas. I am 40. Just turned the big 4-0 this year. Um, I live here most of my life other than my duty station in Fort Hood, Texas. Right, right. And joined the army at 24. I was one of the older guys. That that's probably why I got along with you so good. Yeah. We both I think that makes sense. Age. Yep. But got out, did my three years, sixty weeks, went home, came back home. <laughs> no shit. So let's yeah. touch a little bit on your on your military service. Why did you join the army to begin with? I wanted money for school. That's what a lot of people join. Did I end up going to school? Yeah, but did I finish it? No. <laughs> I, uh, so my first thought was um, join the Navy. I went to a recruiter, did a practice test, and he said, come back. Yeah. I talked to a Coast Guard recruiter, too, <laughs> and didn't right. go back. He said, we don't have that many jobs to offer, blah, blah, blah. So right. One day I'm on the food run. I see, I see the army recruiter station. Or something. Let me check this out. The rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> Give me one second. What's up, bud? You're good. What's up? You're going out somewhere? Oh, all right. It's Moya. Hi. Ya no te acuerdas, güey. Como no? All right. All right. Sorry about that. Guess uh had the wife come in here real quick. The kids are acting like a fucking nut house. So you saw the army recruiter. He caught you slipping. What'd he say? Oh, yeah. Oh, he offered me all this. And I, could, I wanted to go into medics. He said, yeah, I could get you into some medics and blah, blah, blah. And. Um, you know, if you the civilian side, they're layoff, we won't lay you off. 
job security and oh i was sold okay right <laughs> he got you with the job security i got you on that man they can't get yeah. fired <laughs> well now you can <laughs> you sneeze the wrong way in the military and your ass is out <laughs> so right so how did you end up okay so you wanted to be a fucking medic I thought about it, but my test wasn't that good to be a medic, so I got a few offers. No, I did not see the 13 Bravo video. Oh, they didn't get you I, with the video? They got me with cannon crew member. I'm like, okay, that sounds, that sounds like fun. I'll do that. <laughs> they offered me uh, mechanics, infantry, of course. Um, I said, I don't want to be no fucking mechanic. Right. Infantry, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> and then, um, I think they offered me to be a Fister or a Delta, I forget. Right. And so I took uh, the cannon crew member. <laughs> Just because the word cannon sounded cool, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, the nail in the coffin would have been if you saw that video. That would have fucking sold you right there, man. That video was right. fucking one of those high-speed fucking, you get to see all the boom and all the fucking high-speed moves. What they don't show you is the motor pool, all the preparation for that bullshit, and they don't tell you about right? the cat crew. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, fuck yeah, man! So you became a thirteen Bravo. You went to one station unit training. I'm guessing at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, right? Of course. How did that go? <laughs> oh, I was well. Of course, I was one of the older guys. I'm out of shape. I'm fucking. Like the first day of the fucking drill sergeant, I renew my name. Oh, fuck. fuck. Here we go. This isn't going to... This didn't start... This did not start well. Right. So, uh, oh, it was rough, but I made it through. I oh. fucking did what I was supposed to, and the, chew, the chewing out just started... Um, how do you say? Uh, stop. It was less chewing out further down the line. Right. <laughs> they became less through the time. The ass oh, yeah. chewings. Yeah. Oh, man. For those that don't know, Moya seems to be a little bit on the nervous side if y'all can't view him. Uh, we're going to get into the first time I seen this guy nervous as fuck. It was fucking hilarious. He dropped his ID and everything out of his wallet. But we'll get there here in a moment. Well, that's what's up. So you finished? You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, fucking awesome. All right. So, you got through basic. Uh, you got done with that shit. So, you ended up in Fort Hood then, right? Right. Is that what you expected or did you have... What was on your wish list? I wanted... Fort Hood was my first choice. What the fuck? I picked... I picked... Because uh, it was closer. Kind of semi-closer to here, to... To Vegas. To Vegas. Gotcha. Um, My next was Alaska, Hawaii, and then... Italy, I believe I chose. Oh, that was my last choice. Yeah. But, um, see, you got lucky. You chose Fort Hood, not me. I chose fucking uh, the first. Do we say I fucking of all things? I chose. I think Fort Stewart was the first place I chose. That was stupid of me. I ended up going that's, uh, where you were there, right? Yeah, I ended up going there after Korea. But um, the only reason I wanted to go there was because one of my buddies from Miami, before I joined the military, he was there, <laughs> and I thought it'd be cool to link up with him. But anyways, so Fort Hood, you get to Fort Hood. You got there with a with a pretty big crew that ended up staying at two seven seven, no? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh me, Reen, Walker, and Carr. Carr was a taking <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> uh, we're 
we we uh, graduated basic together, and then there was a uh, throw kill king around the same time, <laughs> and a few other guys. Car. Why do I remember that? What that name? For some reason, I just think about his vehicle. Did he have like a funny looking car? He had that old ass 1980s cargo van. <laughs> <laughs> Shaped like an egg. Okay, that's why my head kept going to like a Webmobile, <laughs> the Eggmobile. <laughs> Fucking car, dude. I remember that, dude. Oh man. So you came in that wave. Now, did you go to three sixteen first, or were you one of the two seven seveners? Three sixteen, because uh, a lot of the guys still had a crest from three sixteen when oh, I came right. in. Okay. Yeah, but we were transitioning still. We were. I guess we were still kind of part of 316. Right. And then we officially became 277. Orale, okay, cool shit. Some, something like that. Yeah, either way, you ended up in 277. So before, because you got there way before I did. I didn't get there till March, end of March, early April 2005. Uh, right. what, who were you hanging out around with that time? I started off with uh, me, Walker, Reen, and uh, Thrillkill. Okay. And then Walker was kind of, I told myself I wasn't going to talk about anybody, but Walker was a dumbass. Well, we, <laughs> when uh, we kind of started um, drifting, getting, drifting away from him. Okay. And then Q came and then it was, uh, of course, Reen and Q were always <laughs> like really tight. Yeah. So they kind of drifted away. So it ended up being me and Thrill Kill. Right. And then Thrill Kill started hanging out with Maui. The crew kind of kind of drifted, went off on their own, okay. their own ways. Gotcha. Uh, I was hanging out with a few guys from um, that were fisters from my basic training. Okay. That were stationed at Hood. So right that was my friends. Oh. I mean, oh. My buddy <laughs> and me. <laughs> I mean, I still... I mean, I still hung out with the, the guys from the barracks and stuff. Like, right. Hey, let's drink. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's well, shit, hey, let's okay. drink. That's about every fucking day out in fucking Fort Hood. Shit. And, of course, I was the only one 21 and over. <laughs> Can you buy us beer? <laughs> and, of course, like, you going to drink with us? Like, fuck it, let's drink. Let's get fuckered <laughs> up. <laughs> God <Yeah>. damn. <laughs> that was the beginning of my downfall there. It was fucking, dr- oh, God. Anyways, so fucking um, I remember showing up. Do you remember your first experience with me? Because I don't, I don't, I can't place the first time we ever talked or hung out. We were talking. Um, you were in parade rest with me, and I had to tell you, dude, relax. I'm, I'm a nobody. You don't have to be in parade rest. You were a PFC. That's right. You were a PFC. I was a E2 still. Oh, oh no, you missed your PFC, right? Your promotion. <laughs> was no, that- no, no, no. I got it. I got it. In, uh, no, I think, but uh, somebody, I remember we missed their promotion to PFC because uh, we were running late to formation. I can't remember who that was, though. Never mind. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was me, though. Oh, all right. I was, I was already pinned. Okay. So, yeah, you had mosquito wings because I had to eat nothing. And I was fresh from right. basics. So I was standing at parade rest for everybody and their mama. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then, um, I mean, me and you were talking, I don't know about what, but you were like, with the SA in the homes, I'm like, okay, where are you from, man? <laughs> Did I still so have I that? Had, I still had that accent going, like the the LA accent, with the homes and A and Orale and all that. I think I yeah, must you have. Said, like every other word was SA and homes. I'm like, okay, this fool must be <laughs> from 
back on the block, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I asked you, I'm like, where are you from? You're like, LA. I'm like, okay, cool. And right. And I told you where I was from Vegas. And it, I mean, it's not, there's no similarities. LA is as LA it, and Vegas is Vegas. It's still it's right crazy. next to each other, though. It's still that, uh, it's still, we still had a lot in common. Right. So yeah, fucking A, dude. Um, yeah, I was tripping on that, and it's just, I just remember me, you, and McConnell were pretty much always together a lot. And See, um, I didn't, oh, huh? Go ahead. No, it was me, you, and McConnell. No, I was saying, Go ahead. I was saying McConnell didn't really come around until you brought him around. It was just me, you, and then Hogan brought me around. Hogan. With you guys, and then there's here's McConnell. I'm like, okay. And that's how we all were like, we got really close. Yeah, 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 we did. We got fucking super tight. Fucking, um, cause I remember I lived off post. I think I was the only one that lived off post at the time. So I would just have well, fucking. You and McConnell. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember fucking, cause McConnell and Amber were living in fucking, um, in Colleen. Right. And <laughs> I remember that. And then Amber met the ex at the time. And then for some reason, we were out in the field and fucking. She decided to move to Copper's Cove next to where me and um, the ex were living at at the time. Right, right, right. And it's like, what the fuck? We just barely met y'all, and now y'all all of a sudden fucking moving in here? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, she was on one. Oh, God. Yeah, he, yeah. McConnell told me about that. I'm like, what do you mean you're moving? I'm like, you're, you're in the field. Oh, the wife took care of me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Fucking, um, that was a trip. You, whose section were you in? I was in uh, second section with, uh, Dufour. <laughs> it started off with Landis, because, uh, there was no E6s. Okay. The only E6 was Sergeant Taylor. Okay. We had, Sergeant, it was, uh, we had three sections and FTC. We had, uh, Natividad, I mean, Sergeant Taylor, Sergeant Landis, Natividad, then, um, Sergeant Fox. Or Corporal Fontaine at the time. No shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then, um, little by little, everybody started, we started in. in the spots. Dude, speaking about Dufour, I got him on Facebook as a friend now. <laughs> Remember that one night we got all fucking drunk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, Dufour, if you hear this, it was us, man. Uh, we were fucking drunk that night and Moya decided to do a crank call. <laughs> Dude, don't believe that shit on me. <laughs> and, um, well, we always had, a we always thought that you resembled a certain character from TV. Oh, he knew it. He knew it. <laughs> and, um, so somebody, um, here that's. Uh, well, so Moya decided, hey, it'd be a good idea if we crank called you. And I fucking, of course, followed along suit. Okay, I came up with the idea. And I said, hey, food, let me get your chief's number. And so I star 67 so you couldn't trace my number. And I called. And then I said, what was it that I said? Giggity, giggity, goo. <laughs> <laughs> giggity, giggity, giggity. All right. <laughs> and then just hung up. <laughs> Oh, we were drunk. We were dumb privates getting drunk. So, sorry, Dufour, if you ever wondered who the fuck Crank called you, it was Moya and myself. You can't put, give us an Article 15 for that shit now. So, fuck it. 
Oh, man, that's just funny. I was just thinking about that, man. We had a lot of times getting fucked up, though, um, before deployment. And uh, some things I'd rather not even say out loud, but let's just say I remember one night we had a bottle of Bacardi, I think it was, right? <laughs> yep. Bacardi and <laughs> And uh, I think we went for a drive. And when we got back, the bottle was empty, I think, right? Yeah, we killed that bottle. I don't know. Because at that time, I couldn't drink our liquor like that. Like, straight up. I'm like, Man, we fucking destroyed that bottle. We were busting donuts, I think. I was trying to do donuts on post in the parking lot. <laughs> What the fuck was I doing, man? I was an idiot. I mean, I wasn't no Larkin. <laughs> oh, my God. Larkin. <laughs> I got a story about him. But well, what, what is it? What's that story? <laughs> okay, so I'm on CQ, and I get a call from the MP, a sergeant, one of the MP NCOs. Like, I got a private Larkin here. Um, he needs to pick... He's in the clinic. He's at, uh, what was the name of the hospital? There? Darnell? Bracken or something. Wasn't it Darnell? No, Darnell. Darnell, yeah. So he's here. Uh, we need a E6 or above to come pick him up. Oh, of course, our Taylor doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went to, and I wasn't going to call off smoke. So I'm like, <laughs> what I do, what I do. And I called top. What the f- Fuck. So, so um, he's like, okay, he's there. Okay, hold on. I'll pick him up. And um, after that, Top drops him off. I walk into his room. And then Top tells us a story about he, he's getting there to the clinic to pick him up. And they're cleaning him up. And he had, remember that mole he had on, yeah. his, on his nose? <laughs> He said More the living. medics were like trying to scrape it, scrape it off, thinking it was a pebble. Ow, ow, ow! He was like screaming, like ow, ow. And, um, tops like that, that, no, that's part of him. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember that. That shit was huge. It, I mean, that motherfucker should have carried a goddamn DOD dependent card. That shit. <laughs> That thing was like mole, mole, <laughs> fucking mole, mole. mole. <laughs> that dude, man, fucking Larkin. Uh, the only motherfucker that I know that fell asleep in First Orange's vehicle. Oh Jesus, I, I forgot all about that. God damn, that boy was a drunk. That boy was a fucking drunk. I don't know, Chief. Oh my God. But yeah, dude, good fucking times with Larkin. So moving forward. We used to have grills, uh, grill outside my house. I remember um, I found some pictures, as a matter of fact, where it's me, you, Holguin, France, fucking uh, McConnell, all at the in um, when I was living in that in that duplex, quadplex, and shit. Yeah. And um, I remember that's the I think that's the night that you fucking rolled over and split your eye. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I mean, we were. I think we were inside your house when I started. at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were, I think, I, I know that me and Holguin were fucking wrestling and everybody was just getting drunk and wrestling and shit. God damn. And then we have the, the God damn, we drank a lot when I think about it, man. We also, uh, the story of the barbecue. Oh, uh, not the barbecue, of, of the campfire. 
at fucking um at uh, Carter's house. At Carter's house. Were you there for that? Yeah. Who pushed me? I rolled with you. So who oh, pushed me? No, nah, see, everybody tells me that, but I did not fall. I think somebody no, I, pushed me I in. I don't know. I, I always thought you fell. In. That's what everybody I says. I fell in. <laughs> Dude, I think that was one of the best fucking parties we ever had or I ever attended. Oh, no, those were, those were great parties. Um, There was two of them right before we left. Right. To uh, Iraq. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good times. Then... So let's go to the deployment. Let's talk about the deployment a little bit. Um, you weren't supposed to leave until I think that Monday, right? Or Tuesday. You weren't on main body one. You weren't on a different main body. Um, right. It was uh, my own. It was that your your guys' deployment. Then there was. I was like a day or two later. I okay. Think it was right because I then, had plans yeah. to clean my room. Get another bottle of Bacardi, get <laughs> fucked up, and be ready for to leave the next day after that. Right. But, yeah. So what ended up happening story. that morning? So, um, fucking, it's like, I forgot the time. It was, it was in the morning. I get up, or no, I heard a loud bang on my door. It was, it was Sergeant Jay. I'm like, and I saw the stripes. I'm like, ah, here we go. <laughs> What's up, Sergeant? How you doing? I'm in trade rest in my fucking chonies. I'm like, you <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is all your um shit ready? I'm like, yeah. You sure? You're all packed. I'm like, yeah. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah. I got everything ready. I'm okay. Grab it. You're going. I'm like, and I just like froze. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab your shit. You're, I'll meet you downstairs. I'm like, <laughs> hey, fuck. fool, you're too close to the camera. We can't see you. There you and go. The only reason I said that because I didn't want to get in trouble. I right. One thing I I try to do everything right, I, so I don't get in the last train. I could take a last train, but if I can avoid one, then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so he's like, grab your shit. We're going. I'm, and uh, so I ended up grabbing my stuff. I go downstairs, and he's told me what was going on. I'm like, hey, look, um, I'm sorry, but we need to calmly miss movements. We need to fill in this spot. God damn, you smell like liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking goddamn. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and you came downstairs, man. And we're getting ready to lope, huh? No, go ahead. No, what were we going to say? No, I had to call everybody like, yeah, I'm leaving today. Like, Yeah, but that's another... Well, no, porque what's fucked up is... Well, what's fucked up was that um, I remember it was Friday night, and we got all fucking drunk. All of us got drunk. And then we weren't supposed to fly out till till Monday, I think it was. So Saturday morning, I woke up with a fucking nasty cruda, and I got a, uh, I had a phone call, and I picked it up, I'm like, hello, like, hey, uh, the timeline's changed, rules up tomorrow, 1600. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. So now I got to go, and I got to break the news to my mom, because she was there, and fucking, yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. Right. 
It was fucking heartbreaking, man. Like, shit. You know, even if it was just an extra day, that extra day made a fucking difference. You know what I mean? Because it might be the last day you get to see right. them. So fucking, um, yeah, that shit blew balls. But, I mean, luckily, uh, what was cool was we had each other. You know what I'm saying? At the very least, we had each other. We right. were all on our first deployment and shit. So I remember uh, we were getting ready to manifest. And me and Kowalczyk always talk about this. Uh Fuck, what was that guy's name? I can't remember his name, but I remember we were in the bus, and then then suddenly you just hear somebody say, and that's the motherfuckers that fuck animals, or something like that. He was a... Um, fuck. Wheeler. Wheeler, that's his name. That's right. That's those pig fuckers there, or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That shit came out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. So that kind of broke the tension a little bit on that. Then I remember we got to, to manifest over at the airport, and that's when the hugging lady was there. Remember the hugging lady? Yeah. And then, um, oh, I, yeah, I remember her. And then fucking uh, <laughs> they, they, they started asking for the IDs. And I think that's when uh, you started, like, shuffling shit. What happened there? Are you? You can't hear me? Oh no! You're. I thought. Yeah, I hear you. It's like kind of frozen. I thought it paused. Oh, okay. Now, nah, so what ended up happening when we uh, when we started asking for IDs? And oh no. Oh, I realized I lost my ID. I'm like, so I fucking went with panic. I'm like, holy shit! What the fuck? This is my day. Wait a minute. This is the worst day I ever had. You lost the ID. Yeah, I lost my military ID. Oh, you remember that? I I remember you got all nervous and started shaking and dropped everything. And I remember I knew it had something to do with your ID. I thought you had a look for ID, but I forgot that you yeah. had lost it, dude. Yeah, um, Sergeant Jay was helping me out. Like, dude, what what happened? I'm like, I don't know, Sergeant. I I, lo I lost my ID. Yeah. Oh fuck. And um, dude, and we talked to one of the senior NCOs in charge of that whole thing. He was a master sergeant, I think. Okay. And he's like, oh, just uh, let him know what's going on. And just whenever they ask you for your ID, I think they had me fill out something. Okay. Or sign something. <laughs> I don't remember quite quite well what it was. But it was, well, and shit. And I, I ended up getting... Huh? Go ahead. I ended up getting it back in uh, Kuwait. Um they took me to do the paperwork and just got my picture, and that was it. Oh, that it was that easy. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was nerve-wracking being that, first of all, I mean, you're fucking, you get woken up, you're hungover, you're not expecting to leave for another two fucking days. Then, all dude, of a I sudden. I was still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungover. I was still fucking drunk. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't tell on yourself. But we're going to talk about that in a second, too. <laughs> but fucking, oh, man. I remember we flew out. We landed in Bangor. And then we had to spend the night in Bangor. Because our, yeah. our our plane was fucked up or something. So we spent the night at the hotel there. I tried to rub one out and shit. I think you were my roommate that night, too. Yeah, I, I fell asleep. And I don't know what you were doing. You oh. were on the computer. And you were talking to me. To the, yeah, yeah, the we, mm, yeah, let's just say some shenanigans occurred. So, 
Hopefully the, the, the current isn't listening to this one. <laughs> but there was a lot of porno going on, to say the least. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we ended up flying out. We got to Kuwait. Uh, what was your first thoughts when you first got to Kuwait? That getting off the plane, you know, it's like a small B.O. just hit me. Like, like, it was just lingering in the air. I'm like, damn, it fucking stinks over here. Fucking <laughs> Kuwait stinks. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! No oh, man, what what was the next impressions that you had? Like, did the heat get to you well, or anything like that? Do you remember what time we arrived there? I don't remember. A, we got there at night. Um, okay. It was uh, I don't know exactly the time, but it was already dark. There was a fog where uh, we could I don't know if you remember that big ass fog that first night that we could barely see. And that's right. I lost. I got. I didn't get lost. I just lost the people I was with. Right. And I saw some people from Second Platoon. Um, I think it was Sergeant Eldridge and a few other guys. They're like, "Come on, come with us." Yeah. We know, we know where it is. So I ended up going back with them to the. What was it called? The little building we we're staying at. Um, what the circus? Anyways. The what? The tents or where? Yeah, yeah, the tents. Okay. Yeah, fucking, um, I remember that. I remember fucking, um, I forgot about the fog. I forgot how fucking foggy it was. It was really foggy as fuck. And, um, dude, I, I just remember just like the next, oh, fuck. I remember then we had a, a pool guard on the guns and we had to walk like about a good half a mile to a mile in that fucking moon dust or out in their motor okay. pool. Jesus fuck. Fucking Christ, that suck balls. There was a bunch of conixes and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and I remember that. That's where I met Storytime Taylor. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any stories of him? Did he ever tell you anything of his fucking life story? No, he should say he had a bunch of connections. Uh, he bought, he gave, he gave me money for food because I was fucking starving in the Chow hall was closed already, so he's like, "No, you need to eat here." I'm like, "Okay, thanks, buddy." Mm. This, you want <laughs> like, to know? Can the... I use your change to buy cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> dude, one thing I know for sure that we always needed cigarettes, or we always had cigarettes. I knew that if I didn't have any, I could go find you. Or you will find me. It, I just think about now. I just and this is gonna throw this completely off of where we're at. But I remember we would be out in the field and fucking um, we used to call it Moya mode. But <laughs> after we used to occupy, and then like everybody would just gaggle yeah. together, right? We would all it would be our little group, and then we would see you coming walking. <laughs> and, like that's Moya mode right there, just like nonchalantly, you know, like. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It kind of reminded me of like, um, oh God, like if there was a cartoon, dude, of somebody just walking all chill, like, ni modo vale madre. Fuck. <laughs> that was Moya mode. <laughs> dude. I mean, there was a lot of reason for that. It's, I mean, that's why I'm like, fuck it. You know, it's. I was getting the like the bitch work, like oh yeah. we don't need you, we don't need you, we, don't, we got him, we got. I'm like okay, fuck it, you fuck it, do nothing, I'm not gonna do anything. 
Dude, when we were out in the field, what was the the one thing that stands out to you? Like, what are the things that stand out to you from being on the gun line? Um, I mean, on our downtime, going, going walking over to you guys, uh, that's where I met the guys in fourth section, uh, like Cruz, and it was uh, Cruz and fucking Wilson and Freeman. Wilson. Freeman! Kowalczyk, I think. Yeah. And then I knew Dowden before because he was in my section. Okay. And then they moved him to Ammo, and uh-huh. they ended up switching Wilson and Dowden, I think, made the switch. So they moved Dowden fourth and Wilson to Ammo. Ah. Yeah. And so I already knew Dowden. So. Fucking. So, I mean, it was just like meeting everybody, you know, in our platoon. Right, I right. I didn't really know anybody. Right. I mean, those were good fucking times. Honestly. Because the guys I came in with. You know, that, that, that was some of the best times I remember was, honestly, in the first unit, the first duty station, I think that was some of the most memorable times. Because um, we spent one fucking month out in the field. I remember that shit clearly. We did, I think, one or two weeks of fucking artillery. Then we put the guns away. And started just doing fucking maneuver shit. A Humvee going out to the range with the fifty cal in the Humvee. You know what I mean? I mean, there was that one time that you were yeah. gunning for us. And I think I was the driver. And who was it? Was it Juarez? Juarez was chiefing at the, on the truck on that time? Dufour. Oh, was it Dufour? It was uh, Dufour, yeah. And then we were driving. I mean, we drove around all fucking day and just passed out in the field. <laughs> you fell. Yeah. Asleep, you were asleep in the gunner's hatch. So this motherfucker, just to let y'all know, this fool has a certain giggle that when you know you hear it, you know it's Moya. And fucking, um, I was asleep. We were all asleep in the truck, and then uh, Moya out of the hatch, I just hear. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Sure enough, Moya was fucking giggling in his sleep. I don't know if somebody was tickling his balls in his dreams or what. <laughs> Dude, what the I fuck? I feel my hand. I mean, like, like I'm down, Lopez. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I save it for later. <laughs> Dude, those were fucking fun goddamn times, man. But yeah, we had a good fucking, um, we had some good NCOs. I think that we had some really good NCOs. Uh, luckily you got out, um, before, you know, the transition of what I started seeing was going on within the military. I heard a lot about it. <laughs> oh yeah. But let's go back to deployment. Back in deployment, um, there was an incident that occurred where it was me, you, and McConnell. And right. we were drinking, um, moonshine. Because Roberson had a big-ass bottle of Listerine. All right, so I remember I bought that from Roberson for 20 bucks, and I brought it over to my room. It was me, McConnell. Who was the other room? It was a thrill kill? Or or was it Kowalczyk? No, it was that. It was that room in the middle in that one hallway, right? Like yeah, it was it was it was, but it was for three people. It was me, McConnell, McConnell, Kowalczyk, I think. It was. No, Moyer. I think it was, no, it was Kowalczyk. Was it? Uh, Moyer, Moyer, you got kicked out of the room. They moved you after. That's that, right. And they moved Moyer over there. That's right, because um, Kowalczyk was on on duty that night at Prosperity, so 
Me, right. you, and uh, McConnell this had the great idea to mix Rippets with this moonshine. Oh, dude, that was the worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> oh, my God. We got so fucking trashed that night, dude. I don't remember it. I remember when the, the I'm not going to throw his name out, but there was an NCO staff sergeant type that came in there and gave me a shot of tequila. And I think that was it after that. I had to go throw up. And then I got busted by that one LT. I can't remember his name. Okay. Um. See, I went to the restroom. I was about to go to bed. Call it a night. Yeah. I see Sergeant Dean. I don't know if you remember Sergeant Dean. Yeah, I do. He looks right at me. He's in the stall. Like, what's up, Sergeant? Hey, what's up with your boy? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the vice, uh, go back to your room. Don't come out. Oh. That's what he told me. Yeah, he he looked out for you, and man. Then, and then uh, I'm coming out, and I see you, the LT, Sergeant Landis, I think it was, and Sergeant Jay talking to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I go lock myself in the room. McConnell's dumbass. I feel him shaking, my, shaking me. Hey, man, Lopez got caught. Like, dude, go back to your room. Nah, man, I don't want to come get caught. Like, go back to your room. I'm trying to fucking sleep this off. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I think I'm going to throw up. Dude, fucking lay down. My, <laughs> I made it myself lay down in my bed. Like, fuck. Like, talking about bad drinkers. He, he was a bad, he was pretty bad that night. Oh, man. <laughs> All I remember was, um, I remember talking to them, and then I think the LT was there too, Lieutenant Center Sola. And um, what's funny is I remember talking with them, but from there, I just blacked out. I'm out. And then I wake up the next morning, I find out I miss movement. Fucking um, Kowalczyk is fucking pissed. <laughs> I mean, he's pissed because, uh, you know, he had to stay there extra because I was fucked up and then I get there to the post and then um Holguin I, I was on I was on guard with Holguin that night in one of those fucking ovens um, on the tower guard I was uh, just way dude, up there in the tower huh yeah dude I was fucking sucking and I should have taken advice from Smoke Smoke was like look Lopez tell me what the fuck happened I can nip this in the bud but if you don't tell me what happened it's gonna go bad and I'm stupid. I was fucking stupid. Hindsight is twenty twenty. You know what I mean? I should have listened to Smoke and just yeah. told him the truth. But I just stayed like nothing, nothing, nothing. So next thing you know, of course, fucking got I got uh, got caught up. Where did you get it? I, I, I never snitched on anybody, never dropped any fucking dimes. You know, like, it was just me. It was just me. And then I hear that night that you're fucking telling Gunny Booker. Oh, like what the fuck? He got me. So how did Gunny Booker end up catching you? Like how did oh, he? No, he goes. Hold on, you're cutting off. Okay. Go ahead. No, I said how did? Why did you end up telling Gunny Booker? Because nobody knew shit. It was just me. Because he pulled me in the. In this room, he's like, I know everything. I know what you guys did. I know the pe- names. I know. I figured since 
because uh, I ran into Sergeant J. He's like, "Why are you going out?" I'm like, "I just can't sleep, Sergeant." Because right. McConnell was in my fucking bed. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and then was Sergeant Dean, right. of course, told me, "Go to your room, don't come out." I fear something's. They know something. That's right. Why I'm like, fuck. I spilled out. I spilled the beans. I fucking told everything. We did, and he, he's like, "You wait outside." Him and my OT were talking. Yeah. like, dude, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have fucking said anything. Nobody knows anything. Right. I was trying to get, tell you, I don't know if you saw me doing this, but I was trying to right. tell you not. So I went back and McConnell, me and McConnell were standing together. He's like, dude, don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything. He's like, dude, I already know. Go lie, go lie, go make something up. That was so me that I told ask. you that shit. I remember telling you, tell them that you didn't want me to get in trouble by myself, that you didn't want me to go down, and that's why you did that. And, you know, because I was like, fuck. No, that was uh, exactly what I did. I'm like, well, I was trying to cover Lopez. He just bought a house. I want him to lose money, and I got no nothing. I have nothing to lose right, right. now. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, it was... <laughs> I don't think he trusted me after. Oh, I'm sure he didn't. But you know what? Good looking out. That's a brother right there going down with you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you trying to go, you know, go down with the ship with me. But like I told you, man, I got this. I'll take care of it. And, dude, I'm telling you, I mean, ah, uh, Top saved my ass. Top really saved my ass. Because um, yeah. when I went to get my Article 15 read, Captain Flores, that little pudgy fat motherfucker, he wanted to fucking. He looked like a little doughboy. <laughs> what are you drinking on, fool? We were just kidding, man. Red Bull. <laughs> huh? We were just kidding, fool. You didn't really be slamming that it's shit. We were just kidding about that shit. Me and Kowalczyk. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're not Ishmael? Oh, Ishmael. <laughs> G.I. Jew G.I. Jew I used to, I used to love it and Dowden used to die when I called him Kowalsberg <laughs> or Kowal <laughs> oh man that motherfucker will get mad at I'm not a fucking Jew <laughs> oh man you know maybe you should uh, pull out a little something that that we uh, have from back in the day you remember what I'm talking about when we used to hang out in my house, we used to get drunk as fuck. And um, we used to take video of when we were all shit-faced. And oh, that video on YouTube? Yeah, isn't there a video of uh, of old Kowalsberg? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I have it here. Let's go ahead and get that set up. And Stand meanwhile, by. while you do that, I'll go ahead and brief the people on what's going on. So uh, back in the day, we um, everybody used to come to my house to hang out and drink. We used to get fuckered up i'm talking about beyond belief and i had a little pool table in the garage and fucking we used to just get shit-faced and drunk anyway so this one night we had old kowalsberg drinking with us and um we had told him oh i was talking to him in spanish and this is what resulted right yeah i said go ahead
<laughs> well, what y'all missing in that part is where he says, I'll burn that motherfucker down. <laughs> that was an awesome fucking night, man. That was a really great night. I lost you. you uh, yeah, we got it. We got it, man. I know I know you guys got shitty service out in Vegas, man. It's all good. <laughs> But yeah, we we hopefully it'll, it'll make it onto the fucking uh, on the audio because that shit was fucking classic. Don't talk that monkey talk here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So after our deployment, we you know we had our good times out there. Everything was cool and dandy and shit. We all, we all ended up coming back home. You know, um, I remember the day the day we got blown up. Um, you were the first one to hit me up. After we came back, this is during the deployment, like our first week there or two weeks there that we got fucked up. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing you and I, I remember talking to you, but I don't remember what was said. Do you remember? Well, I mean, I, I came to check on you because I I hope somebody would do the same for me, you know, like because we're, we're friends. Right. So and, and I'm like, how you doing, man? You good? And you, all you told me was like, I've never seen a man die like that before. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what yeah. to say to you after that. That was a and, and you fucked with, up. Uh, you ended up leaving because you were like with uh, the other platoon we were replaced. You were replacing yeah. the other unit. Yeah. So you ended up leaving with them. And, and we talked about it, but not. Yeah, that was I mean, a fucked up day. <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> It still fucks with us every once in a while. Me and Kowalczyk talk about it. Holguin hit me up a couple of years ago. He was going through a tough time about that shit, too. Uh, Saren Campos, he, we we talked to each other on the anniversary about that shit, too. Fucking, um, it was a fucked up time. You know, um, but it is what it is. We all made it back. It's 15 right. years. 14 years. 2006? Something like that. 14 years, yeah. Fucking crazy, yeah. dude. It's amazing how fucking 14 years has flown by, dude. Can you believe that shit? Right. So what what other stories do you remember from fucking deployment? Anything funny you recall? Remember remember Connolly? Uh, so he get he got he got upset with um Gunny Booker. He put a what was it, EO complaint? Was it called that who was yeah. that was called? Yep. So Sergeant Mendes was the other EO NCO. Right. So um Sergeant Mendes came and talked to us all. Okay. And I told him how I felt, you know, about Gunny Booker and I mean I won't go into detail about that, but Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then um from what I heard they because um Gunny Booker was threatening Kali to take his to bump him down to take everything away, give him the max or something like that. Yeah. And because uh, Gunny Booker had his favorite um, Gonzalez. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Gonzalez. Yeah, little Gonzo, right? Yeah. He um 
but he showed a lot of favoritism towards him, towards ah. Gonzo. So I know one of the times, one of the, we were on, what's it called, QRF? Yeah. We were on QRF and Gonzo snapped at uh, Gunny Booker and cursed him out and everything. And yeah, we told Machuca I, in Spanish, like, I don't know, I can't stand this motherfucker. And Damn. So, um, long story short, Conley <laughs> made an EO about towards our Gunny report. And um, Top told, Top Britain told uh, Gunny, well, if you're going to ride up Conley, you have to ride Gonzalez. Right. Nope. Okay. Now we'll, we'll just let it go. Wow, <laughs> dude. That's fucking crazy. I, um, yeah, I thought it was funny because I'm like, wow, he fucking... Well, the funny thing is you're not the first one to mention about him being um, discriminatory or racist. Um, I, I spoke with somebody just recently, and um, he was bringing that up. And so hopefully when I get this guy on the podcast, um, he'll elaborate more on that. Right. So we'll talk offline. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So we, I remember we got back, um, you know, deployment was deployment. Fucking. I remember you left on my birthday. You came back on my birthday and I was still stuck over there. I was fucking, I was sad, dude. Cause everybody was leaving and, um, it still, fucking sucked balls. I still got that picture right before we left. And the, the one where me and you are standing PTs? next to each other? Yeah, you're PTs and I'm in the uniform. And yeah. It was like the last day. Yeah, that was the last day you were flying out that day. And I was stuck there and fucking... Because supposedly, you know, they wanted us to stay there longer, man. Fuck that. I was fucking still under the impression of what happened... Um, with 176 when we took over. Right. You know, that I mean, that right. shit, it stayed in my fucking brain that these motherfuckers were leaving in a few days and gone like that, you know. So when you got home, um, how long were you already getting ready to ETS, right? It was, uh, let's see, we got back in November or December? You got back in November. I got back in December. Okay, so got back. I got out in... I did two more, two more field trips, field problems. Field trips. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got out in October. October it was um, when I got out of uh, 2007. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, with the train, we still had training. We still had ranges to go. We still had. Um, so wait, you were still there when I left to Korea? You were still there. Yeah, you left before me. Huh. Okay. Yeah, remember your brother Doug came for like be- right before you left, and we that motherfucker. I was actually drink. I was actually on rear D getting ready to get out. Right. And everybody was in the field. Right. And I'm over here getting drunk while everybody's <laughs> training. <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. I remember because Chavari was uh, our smoke at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Chavari. <laughs> yeah, he cracked me up. I'm like. Dude, he went fucking. I first. hated him at first. Oh, uh, go ahead, man. No, he went from like like if we were in fucking day one on drill. <laughs> right. <laughs> that motherfucker. He had, he was still stuck on the trail, man. That motherfucker. 
Woo. But you know what? He turned out to actually be a cool ass dude afterwards, man. Like, um, I, I talked to him afterwards after I got out. And I think when he was getting out, I don't know where he's at now. I had him on Facebook, but I dropped off the Facebook for a while due to some, uh, right. personal shit that went on in my life. But, um, uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know about it and they're still waiting for you here, by the way. <laughs> Who's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking, um, yeah, dude, Um, you ended up getting out. What, what was the first thing? Well, I don't want to say the first thing you did, but how did you handle transitioning out? Um, so I, I started making applications. One thing I didn't want to do was be a fucking security officer. I did not want to be no flashlight cop. Which right. I ended up fucking doing anyways. I'm like, <laughs> and I applied everywhere. I worked at the airport before I joined the... So I applied there. I applied a bunch of other places. And, I mean, here in Vegas is casino work. It's a right. lot of casino work. Fucking hospitality, customer service. I went to a job fair one time, and um, there was a car rental place that was hiring. Like, what'd you do before? I'm like, I just got an army, and... Well, we're hiring people. Uh, we need people to wash cars. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're we having some audio fuck. issues. Go. Um, we cut. You cut out after washing cars. Yeah. So he gave me the paperwork and his business card, and I just threw that shit away. Yeah. And um, it took me about a month to find a job. Okay. I uh, I applied at the Golden Nugget where I work at currently, <laughs> and they they called me about an hour after I put in the application. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't want the job honestly. I didn't want to be stuck. I'm like, you know what? This guy went out of his way to call me an hour after I put in the application online. Right. I'm I'm gonna go to the interview and I want to talk to him. Right. And. The guy was a pretty cool ex-Marine. Um, a lot of ex-military that were security managers, officers, etc. So he like, and they hired me pretty much on the spot other than waiting for the background check, right? drug tests and all that stuff. But I mean, I left there while I was uh, trying to drive a truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I remember didn't work that. Out. <laughs> I remember After that. I left there. I did um crime scene crime scene cleanup. Oh no shit! Yeah, it, that wasn't long. That was about a month. So what happened was, with that? It was on call. Oh okay. It was on call. Um, we had a contract with with the police to clean out, like say somebody puked or somebody crapped himself we have to go in and clean everything out oh so it wasn't something along the lines of going to clean up like a murder scene or anything like that we did that we did a lot of, we did a couple of suicides like i don't know if you ever seen the movie uh sunshine cleaning something like that Mm-mm, i'm gonna have to check it's it out on, i think it's on hulu or netflix it's called sunshine cleaning um this girl starts her own business, and at first she's has no idea what she's doing. She and then she ends up learning about biohazard and all that. It was a lot of that, like oh shit, ripping out drywalls. There's blood, or like you ripping out carpet, 
Damn. Getting rid of furniture and shit, a lot of shit like that. Okay. I did a lot for that short time I was working with them. Okay. So did you have any expectations, though, getting out of the military, coming to civilian life that were bubble bursts? I thought I was going to make bank, fucking make, be rich, fucking, oh, I got this experience, I'm going to... Right. I want to get a good job, and no, that wasn't, that didn't, huh? didn't happen. No fucks were given, huh? No fucks were given, like, oh, thank you for your service, but you don't qualify for to be this or be that. Right. That's where I was going at with that car washed off the job, I'm like, shit, I'm <laughs> yeah damn dude i mean it's a trip and it's a big eye opener and a humbling experience sometimes you know well you came out of e4 you were a specialist you know right. and i i came out as well when i got out i was a staff sergeant and um i thought you know i gotta at least come out as a supervisor somewhere you know what i mean right and shit hey man i got three mouths to feed and then a wife to go with that. I was like, fuck it. I just found the first thing that would hire me. And yeah. that was working at a call center, bro, here in San Antonio. And, you know, you got to bite the bullet, you know, because you yeah. have a family, too. You know, you have your son you got to take care of. I mean, we haven't mentioned him at all. I don't know if you're trying to keep him out of it. And that's cool. I won't bring him up. But, you know, you had, you know, you you have responsibilities you got to take care of as well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Child support wasn't going to stop. It's still, they were still charging me. I was... Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm like, if I don't get a job soon, I'm gonna fucking own a lot more than what I'm paying. I'm gonna, oh, was it back pay? I'm gonna owe back pay. Right, exactly. And that's gonna be a bitch to pay off to catch up. So what, uh, what experiences do you think you brought with you from the military though that are helping you, or that did help you in the civilian life, either coping mm-hmm. skills or what kind of skills do you think you brought with you? I'm more organized than what I was before I joined. Okay. Um, the time, I'm telling me be there 15 minutes early, I'm there 20 minutes early. I'm right. like, I've always, I see people at my work, current work, running, running to go clock in, not to be late. I'm like, you know, if you leave five minutes earlier, <laughs> you, might get, you might get here. You don't mind, I have to run. For real. No, no, fuck that. I'm like, okay. Don't, don't do it then. Yeah, and then, then they're going to be crying that they got unfavorably fired and shit. Right. And then... Um, I've always been shy. I mean... Yeah. Huh? I've always been, like, the quiet guy. Mm-hmm. And I think through the military, I got a lot, little bit more confidence. I still get nervous. I still... I'm still the quiet guy. But right. But it's, it's, helped, it's helped me out a lot. Even uh, my job, my customer service job, I'm able to approach somebody and like make conversation. Right. Well, I mean, that's the it's thing, not- though. I mean, I think you've always been somebody who converses, you know, someone who talks. Because once we get you going, we can't get your shit up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. No, I mean, honestly, like, I'm, I can't think of a, a bad time, you know, when we would drink and just get fucked up. I mean, there was a time when we got fucked up beyond reason. We're not going to touch on that one. <laughs> okay. But um, you know what I'm talking about, Dick. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This motherfucker socked me in my face, man. He fucked me up. I ain't going to lie. He, he, I forgot he was left-handed. <laughs> 
I was fucking yeah, drunk, dude. Hit me first. <laughs> I was fucking drunk, dude. I was fucking. We were all faded that night, and fucking. Um, but one thing, um, you did call me the next day. You're breaking up, dude. Apologize. Oh, okay. I had a falling out with. Another. Call me to apologize. Um, I have a friend I had a falling out with like two, three years ago. I get nothing to like six months, almost a year later. Damn. And then through a text message, I'm like, damn, like, what should I do? And one of my friends, like, fuck, accept his apology. I'm like, dude, it was through a text message. Dude, you know? it's breaking up, man. Hold on. The Wi Fi's yeah. fucking up on your end. Hold on, let me check it. Eric Moya. All right, meanwhile, while he's going out to go fix whatever he's fixing. Yeah, so what ended up happening that night, I got really fucked up and got out of line. And um, uh, one thing led to another, and there was some scrapping going on. And, I, you know, I deserved it. I earned it. I was a dumbass. And, but, you know, here we are 15 fucking years later. We know we can laugh about that shit because honestly, I fucked up. I know I fucked up, and it is what it is. Okay, I'm back. Um, oh, there he am is. Am I better? Yep, now you're here. All right, cool. Dude, you look like a fucking undercover goddamn, like those snitches that come out on the fucking TV when they put that fake beard on them and the glasses and the hat. <laughs> like you're telling on the mafia and shit. <laughs> Oh shit! So yeah, dude. So you were saying something about uh, you had a falling out with somebody, and then something about a text yeah, message. Yeah, old friend of mine, and I mean, like you, our falling out. It wasn't really a falling out, but we we talked to each other the next day. We squashed it. Yeah. And like my friend, we had our problem. I didn't hear from him for a year. I'm like, is this fool gonna apologize? <laughs> no. Nope. Like, through text, six, almost uh, six months later. Hey, dude, I'm sorry. Like, text message. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn, that's that's almost as bad oh, as breaking up with somebody through a text message. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, and he, all my coworkers like, dude, it's just squash it with him. I'm like, no, fuck that. You apologize. I'm like, through a text message? Really? Yeah. At least you apologize. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're cool. Don't, I mean, don't worry about it. Right. I ended up fucking... Squashing Fuck that I'd go find his old lady And smash his old lady And squash it with her <laughs> Luckily And we were drunk And I was fucking strapped um, Good thing I didn't fucking Come back and shot his ass Fool <laughs> This fool He was in California too So imagine Oh shit You would have been Struck out baby <laughs> Shit It's like Texas that's man That's why Damn yeah. So that's what's that's up what man you're saying you're a bad drinker. I think I'm a bad drinker too. Shit. Well, not really. I'm just a shitty drinker. That's. I mean, I'm just. You know, at least you know when to stop. I mean, well, the thing is though, when we got fucked up together, it's like we influenced each other though. You know right. what I'm saying? We, me, and you just went, just go and kick it to the wheels fall off. Hell yeah! You know, fucking. Oh god, it reminds me of that time that we got fucked up outside of. Dude, you know what I was talking about? Um, I. Oh my God! You should remember this story better than I do. 
I was talking about the the one night that we had the barracks party, and there was that lesbian chick that I was gonna fight her or some shit like that. And then she was like, "You don't remember that?" And it was like something about I'm a girl. And I said, I fuck you and your girl up. What the fuck? All I remember was getting drunk that night. Do you remember that night at all? Yeah, it was my one of my good friends from basic. It was this little kid back. And um you're like, what do you you hit me up? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm over here. Like, all right, we're coming down. Like, so we just started fucking drinking. It was me, you, McConnell, and uh my boy, um, Esparza was his name. Okay. And yeah, and uh, I know you guys, you were mingling with everybody, trying, you know, you, you're, that's who you are. You t- you go and mingle, try to talk to everybody, try to. And I have no idea how the conversation started with you and that chick, and you were like, "Fuck you, you fucking lesbian," and. I'm like, what's going on? You and my friend, like, dude, Lopez, chill out, chill out. <laughs> dude, I thought it was a dude. From what I remember, I thought that that was a dude. And um, this said, I'm a girl. And I said, I'll fuck you up and your girl. I remember saying something like that. And then walking away, yelling some old L.A. shit that I shouldn't have been yelling, which we're not even going to touch on I that. Gonna, I was going to go Hey, yeah, that that part of my life is uh still <laughs> it's it's kept in the rucksack. <laughs> Dude, oh, that's been fucking crazy, bro. So, uh how did you deal with a lot of like the um, like not getting a job that you wanted or what you thought you had probably deserved? What how did you feel about that and how did you deal with it though? Well, I mean, I kept my job and I didn't use my GI Bill yet because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with myself. Mm-hmm. So I kept this job and I applied a few other places. I'm like, let me get a part time. I'm behind on some bills. Nothing, not even a. So nothing went. I ended up working just that job. I was working a lot of overtime just trying to catch up, play catch up. Yeah. And then um, when my. I had a death in the family, and I saw an old cousin of mine. Yeah, I he remember he that. He was a truck driver. I'm like, I'm like, okay, let me. He's like, you should get your CDL. All right. Like, okay. So I took the class. I passed, and yeah, that was a good six months that lasted there. <laughs> Dude, I remember you came to visit over in Colorado because you had to take off from there. And you were in Denver. You came over to the house and got drunk with me. And then the next day they were picking you up, talking about they'll be there in so-and-so time. I don't think I ever drove from Colorado Springs to Denver so fast in my fucking life, dude. I think we made it like in about 20, 30 minutes. I mean, I was fucking flying, dude. I don't know how the fuck we made it up there so fast. Oh, man. You were all crudo in the truck with that dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, he put me to drive. He put me behind the wheel. Oh, the shit. We're going to get you started. So I drove all the way through Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Vegas, and then we made it to California. Nice. And, I mean, I didn't drive all that way. I drove. Right. It's You drive tandem, right? You drive all a team. 
Yeah, we I drove all the way to Utah, I believe, and then he's like, all right, your hours are up. I'm going to take over. Okay. Good so, shit. Yeah, that was my first night. I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> all fucking hungover. <laughs> shit. Now, did you have any, um like, times where, you know, things were rough and, you know, like, you probably... I don't know. There's a lot of cats out there that, you know, they, they hit a wall and they don't know how to overcome it. Did you hit any of those walls? And if so, how were you able to overcome it? Ooh. Yeah, I'm stuck on that question. Well, that's cool. We could come up with that one to uh, the, the next time we bring you on here. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, the last thing I remember, uh, and we'll, we'll touch on this and we'll call it a day because we've already gone over an hour and 10 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's been some time. So, um, uh, the last thing I'll touch is uh, when McConnell died. Yeah. And I remember when I got that fucking uh, that 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 text from you, right. and you were like, "Hey, fool, I don't know if you want to know this, but uh, or I don't know if you care, but McConnell died." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Because yeah, me and him had our falling out, you know. Right. Bad, really, really fucking bad. And um, anybody that knew us back then knew that me and McConnell were fucking literally joined at the fucking hip, you know. Right. His downfall was not going to Korea. You're like uh, Rain and, and uh, Quintero. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm. we were. But when I was your. You used to tell me I was your guys' Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, dude. I forgot because Murray did hang out with them. That's right. Oh He's shit! Like, hey, you're uh, Murray. I'm like God. Hey, but we had a good time. We were like three fucking stooges, baby. But, um, yeah, you know, it, that one, it, it fucked me up a little bit, you know, but it didn't surprise me. You know what I mean? It, that, that's the thing yeah. about it. That one didn't surprise me that it happened. Did it come to a surprise for you? Not at all, but, I mean, it, it was like a repeat of when I lost my, all my relatives. Right. He was going through that. Remember seeing McConnell on the like high off them pills and stuff. Right. That was like, I was going through the same thing with my cousin. He was fucked up off them p- prescription meds. Yeah. Like, dude, you need to chill out. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, no, I'm not. Shit. Because I saw McConnell like right. that, and then I saw this fool like that, and then, yeah, both of them aren't here anymore. But right. Well, fucking. I mean, the first step that we had to deal with was even before deployment. It was fucking Jones. Yeah, I remember that. He was doing the prescription meds too. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. sad, man. Fucking sad. But, you know, if anything, you know, uh, if they, that motherfucker, he, he, he was, he was always getting high. No matter how many times we try to tell him not to fucking, and try to help him out, you know. Right. Uh, you know, I feel bad for the kids, and I still reach out to Amber every once in a while too, see how she's doing, make sure she's all I right. I lost so. touch with her. I don't, mm. I, don't, I don't know anything about her. We'll talk offline. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, man, dude, it's been great having you here on the Gunline Podcast. You know, we ended it on a solemn, fucking sad. No, we can't end it like this. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was, I was, so, that's why I was thinking about doing the video last, but ah. Uh, that's so, if you had one story to tell from us when we used to hang out, which one do you think it would be? 
I'd have to go into detail. It was, uh, you don't have a right. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay, so Lopez grew up in L.A., which he used to call everybody homes in S.A. And and I, I mean, I grew up in Vegas. I, I grew, grew up around the whole gang members. I used to hear them, Holmes, S.A., and he used to call me... Um, <laughs> Cholo Simbario is a gangster with no hood. Who did? You. (laughs) (laughs) I was an uh, asshole. So one night, we were drinking, of course, and Lopez wasn't doing that well. He was already, I think he already had thrown up. We had maybe like two, three months after we came back from um, Iraq. Well, yeah, let me let me just preface that as well with we drank 1800 that fucking Sanchez had and then Musty McCabe brought that fucking Jameson. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. <laughs> so so um, we're waiting for Amber to pick, pick you guys up. And you're sitting there, me and McConnell's we're shooting the shit. I'm like, is he all right? I don't know. He's... He's pretty gone now. And you look up like, hey, S.A. I'm like, what's up, Holmes? He's like, you ain't earned that right. I'm like, <laughs> and me and McConnell just started dying laughing. What the fuck's so funny? Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't earned that right to call me S.A. or Holmes. <laughs> because I was a total somebody. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I mean, ah, that still haunts me to this day, dude. I mean, I, that shit was funny as fuck. That was, I think, the last... Well, no, there were a lot more shit-faced nights. But, uh, yeah, I think that one really stands out the most. Like, you ain't got the right. <laughs> you know, I found those pictures. Uh, it was you. I think it was you, Kowalsik, his wife. Uh, you were at your house in, in uh, Copper's Cove. Yeah. And uh, you're throwing up, and I think Kowalsik was uh, holding the American flag. Yeah. I that... think I... I I think I have those pictures. Dude, they're probably on your MySpace, if anything. Cause well, I got rid of my MySpace. Oh, no, dude. That picture. I got on my phone for some reason. That, those pictures are from when um the weekend before I left to Korea. That was the last what? party that I had. Yeah. And I'm throwing up on the uh, in the grass in the front yard, and Kowalczyk is yeah. holding up the fucking flag. Yeah, dude. That was the weekend I was going to Korea that following week. Oh, my God. Dude, I got to see those pictures. I need to see those fucking pictures, fool. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Is I mean, I'm gonna... it's, like, it's like maybe one or two pictures. Yeah. I got... Oh, fuck. You know what we didn't talk about, fool? What? All right, I'm going to end it on a fucking funny note as well. So, we used to have a motherfucking habit of coming to my house and just dropping dominoes, playing bones and shit. So one night, I already know where this is going. <laughs> one night, <laughs> fucking, one night, uh, you came over and with Thrill Kill, and it yeah. was all three of us playing fucking dominoes. I think it was Ed playing dominoes with it us was, that night. It was there because he's the one that threw the start that cleaned everything up. <laughs> so fucking um, so we're playing dominoes and shit, and then Thrill Kill's like, mm, I think I gotta throw up. He gets up and goes to the sink and just starts chunking. Like I think that's it. He throws up more. Dude, but what I remember was you. 
I'm still trying to figure out whose idea it was in Dubai. The big ass bottles of Corona. Yeah, we bought the forty. We bought the boxes of forties, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh I was. If you don't drink it fast, it's gonna get warm. Oh, that's right, dude. <laughs> And we were slamming those bottles. All I remember was <laughs> you started throwing up on your shirt. <laughs> and you just jumped out. <laughs> and I think I got pictures of that shit somewhere. I just don't know where, man. Oh. A picture of me, you fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were in the backyard, dude. You were like rolling in your own puke. And that, did what? you did you take your shirt off and try to put it inside out or? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what else happened, but that shit was fucking just for you. Just like, <laughs> and it was like chunky fucking vomit, dude. What the fuck did you had eaten? I have no idea. Bro. You probably had one of those fucking potato fucking burritos from, from yeah. the. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, that was a fucking great time. I had to end it on something light. Hey, I appreciate you coming on here on the gun line, brother. You want to say what's up to anybody? Hey, yeah. I mean, what's up, everybody in the service was with me at 277. You ever in Vegas? Look me up. I uh, met up with Palfi already, Connolly. I ran into Hunt, but I didn't really hang out with him right when I got out. Okay. Uh, he was here on vacation with, uh, well, anyways. <laughs> with. I think they're separated or divorced now, but he was with his yeah. wife at the time. Right. So I ran into him like about a month or two, three months after I got out. I ran into him, but he. Right on. He didn't really. Uh, we just talked a little bit and I never saw him. And I think Kowalski was here, but I didn't really get a chance to. Uh, right. To um, hang out with him. But um, hey, if you're ever in Vegas, look me up. Fuck yeah. Have a beer or something. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, in my Catch case, up. I'll have a Sprite. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to use off the boost too. But you need to bring your happy ass over here to San Antonio again, man. Oh, yeah, I will. You need to come back down. Once all this shit's over. I seen you take those fucking Facebook quizzes and they said that you need to move to Texas. My <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Mas> puto. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to lean a little towards the red side, so I'm like, uh, like, mm -hmm. I belong in Texas. <laughs> Come on <laughs> down, baby. All right, well, with that being said, man, I want to go ahead and throw out a quick shout-out out to um, Under the Net Podcast. That's uh, Siren Juarez's podcast. Y'all need to go and check that shit out. He just did an interview with Kowalczyk. That shit was off the chain, y'all. Go look it up, Under the Net. It's going to be on your favorite podcast fucking platform, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, go check that out. And then Coach Silva. Coach Silva was the cat that I had on here about two weeks ago. No, last weekend. Uh, that's another great man to listen to. He's got some good fucking insight. You know, some good motivational shit. Me, I'm just a shit-talking motherfucker. And it turns out that I think I'm pretty much of an asshole, too, is what it sounds like. It sounds like I was a fucking asshole. But people like me anyway. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, I appreciate everybody that popped the squad here with us. Y'all have yourself a good one. Get ready for that midweek memo coming up for y'all. Thank y'all for uh, watching the live Facebook version. Did you watch the live Facebook version, by the way? Yeah. That shit was fucking, had me rolling, man. That shit had me rolling. So, make sure you guys um, check that out. And if you don't have a podcast platform, 
just saw look us up on youtube on the gunline podcast i started dropping the podcast on there as well make sure you watch it like it subscribe to it share it let's start building this fucking audience y'all with that being said how the fuck do i forget this shit every goddamn time rounds complete and the mission gun line out bye motherfuckers <laughs>